Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, blessings unto you today, all that is under the sound of my voice and and enjoying this crisp fall weather. We give God all thanks and praise for you. Welcome to the It's Real Radio talk show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I have on the line with me my beautiful co-host, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today, ma'am? I am like you, enjoying this beautiful, crispy fall weather, and I love it. And I always enjoy <laughs> when you give me compliments. I want to tell you how much I love you. It works. <laughs> <laughs> I only speak truth. I only speak truth. Definitely. It is fall. It is that season. You know, we are now entering into the quote unquote holiday season. and coming up upon the the holiday of Thanksgiving. So I thought today that we would talk about the giving of thanks. Um, Unfortunately, for many, the only time they reflect and think about giving thanks is during the holiday season and the Thanksgiving um, festivities and the meals and what have you. And, I, I, you know, I love the holidays just like everybody else, but I have come to the realization in my life that if we only relegate our time of being thankful to one day or one season in time, then I think, you know, sis, that we are sincerely missing out on the true meaning of having a relationship with the Lord. What do you think? Sis, I'm I'm like you. Um, as I've matured more, um, I realize it's not about that anymore. You know, I tell a lot of people all the time now, if it's just tuna fish and crackers, whatever day it mm. is, be so grateful that he provides yes. for us. Through through these times, when you go to the grocery store now, people, you got to really open up your eyes and realize, you know, we don't, we're not paying what we used to pay for chicken and turkey and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've made that such an importance. But for those that are still out there that do it because they just enjoy the gathering and and enjoy the assembling of yourselves with the people you love, that's beautiful to me. So I'm like mm-hmm. you on that, sis. It, it, um, I'm, for the first time this year, I'm not going out the way and doing different things and stuff like that. And it's almost like weird to me because I'm like, you know what? Normally this time I'm kind of like getting stuff together and planning to do this and planning to do that. And that's what I used to thrive mm-hmm. on. But now I'm just so grateful. I cook like that, and you know me. I cook like that during the week sometimes. <laughs> So, you know, so it doesn't, yeah, that doesn't bother me like that. Um, but it's really all about family and loved ones, really. You know, I'm I'm grateful for the season and I'm grateful for the coming together of family and loved ones. I'm headed home on Tuesday and I'm looking forward to it. My nephew and his wife are going to come down to Vegas and I've got um, cousins and other relatives that will join us on Thursday for a meal. And that's, that is a blessing. It is always a blessing when families can come together. Um, there are so many families out there that are estranged and have been torn apart for so long. 
um, that they don't even know what it is just to come together in fellowship over a meal. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the time. I even think about my nephew and his wife, and and it, it is sad to say, but we had not spoken or seen in each other in many, many, many years um, until my brother passed away. And and it was at that point that, you know, my, my nephew sought me out to let me know. Um, and we've been we've been in touch and and, and stayed um, in contact with each other ever since. But you know, um, for me, I think that we have lost sight, especially in this country, in the United States of America. We have lost sight, and we have become so jaded that there is. So much that we have to be thankful for on a daily basis. I don't care what you're going through, what you might be suffering through, even your hurts, your pains, and your losses. Um, you know, our dear, our dear friends, um, the Greenleaves, Apostle Paul and Lady Keisha Greenleaf. Lady Keisha um, lost her aunt yesterday, and so this is a hard time, and I'm sure a hard season. Um, to, to walk through, and I, I know that there's been um, many that have gone on to be with the Lord this year that I know that were a part of my life, but even in the midst of that, that even gives us, I believe, more reason to give thanks unto the God. First and foremost, when I spoke to Lady Keisha yesterday, her biggest thing was she wanted to celebrate her aunt's life, and I think that is where we have missed um, our opportunity of giving thanks, even in the hard times, even in the times of the loss of a loved one or what have you. She said, you know, she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that her aunt not only knew the Lord, but had a relationship with the Lord and loved the Lord with everything that was within her. And because of that, she could celebrate her life. So I think that, we, you know, when we step back and we think even those that – death is inevitable. It is a part of life, you know, and, and every one of us are going to have to go that way. We're going to have to walk that thing out. But the key is that we don't mourn for those that have gone before us like the world does if we know that that individual had a relationship with God, even in the fact that that person may not be with us this year. Maybe your, your quote-unquote Thanksgiving celebration won't be what it, what it once was. I know um, Thanksgiving for us that, you know, had Mother Atkinson as their biological mother or spiritual mother. Thanksgiving is a, a different day for us now because we always celebrated her birthday on Thanksgiving because she was born on Thanksgiving, you know. So I, I understand the difference in, in possibly the way we look at the holiday, but we have to always, always stay mindful that God is a gracious and a good God, and he is worthy of our thanks each and every moment of each and every day. We cannot get caught up in the world system of I'm going to set aside a day to give thanks. We need to recognize that there are blessings and benefits in the giving of thanks, and God has mandated things in his word about the giving of thanks. I want to bring your attention to Psalms 50. Um, and the 23rd verse of Psalms 50 says, those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me. That's God speaking. Those that sacrifice thank offerings honor me. Um, he, he says in the 14th verse, sacrifice, thank offerings to God, fulfill your vows to the most high. We got to understand that, you know, like I said, it, this is, we cannot just re regulate one day out of the year, call it quote unquote Thanksgiving, because if we really look back in the history of America, mm, um, it, even in, in giving the thanks, the first the first Thanksgiving were the pilgrims and the um and the 
the Indians, the Native Americans coming together and sharing in a moment of Thanksgiving. But we know that even that was tainted over the years because, you know, those that first came to this country um, to settle that were non-native to the country, let's put it that way, they came because of their relationship with the Lord and they needed some place where they could freely love and worship God. And when they got here, that was their heart. That was what they wanted to do. But even that changed and, and more and more people came and instead of, you know, wanting to share the land and, and giving of thanks as, as fellowship, with those that were already here, they instead decided to take the land and in in just, you know, do very, very cruel things to the natives of the of the land. So, you know, let's not get caught up in a day. I think that's that's my biggest heart today and in, in sharing. Let's not get caught up in the day. But also my heart is for those that are walking through this time and they may have or may not have a relationship with God, but they're having a hard time in this season. The biggest thing for us to do and since you you can you can um join me in this is the the giving of love to those that may not know love in this hour, those that may be suffering, may be walking through um, a, a hard time right now. And, and I, I, I know your heart. You have such a heart of giving, and, you know, you, you really want to uplift everybody that you come in contact. So tell, just share with our listeners, if you would, just some of your thoughts in ways that possibly they could impact someone else's life that may not be walking right now in a spirit of thanksgiving because of what they've encountered, be it sickness in their body or the loss of a loved one or estrangement from family or whatever. What are some of the ways that somebody may be able to reach out and enable someone else to feel a spirit of thanksgiving? I want to say amen on that first as everything you just said. That was really totally awesome. Again, Mother Atkinson was like my mother, my godmother, my spiritual mother, my everything, and um, as she was as well to you. And her birthday was Thanksgiving. And this time about seven years ago, I lost my father on Thanksgiving. But, you know, so many people are going through right now. Please believe me that they are. This is actually the month of suicide month where a lot of people mm. contemplate suicide and, 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 and just want to leave here whether it's a divorce or somebody left them a, a loss of a loved one whatever it is a lot of people are feeling pain out there it's not just the season mm-hmm. to be jolly some people are really scuffling they don't talk about it, they don't say it they're just suffering within, within themselves. I see it all the time mm-hmm. when I'm at work because of the industry I'm in. I deal with so many different types of people. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, candy stripe. It really doesn't matter what color you are. But I realize that when you put a smile on your face or just say good morning or um, give somebody a hug or just listen, I'm learning. I'm a talker. And I'm learning that just listening sometimes is a multitude of many things. Um, Mm. I do. I love giving. Um, I feel like I'm not giving enough right now. Again, if if some, if God put on your heart just to cook a meal, something so common, or go buy some lasagna stofers and take it to a neighbor mm-hmm. or somebody, that's not that's not the devil telling you that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the, the beckoning of the Holy Spirit. And I feel like whoever we may be talking to out there, that you be obedient with that. Um, I had a neighbor, you know, we exchanged numbers just in case if we're gone or whatever because we live right up the street from each other. But you know what? Something back in my spirit to call her one day, and I'm not just saying this because I don't, I, I don't like to talk about what I do because I believe that what you do in silent, God will bless you. I'm just using this as an mm-hmm. illustration that, mm-hmm. you know, my spirit compelled me to call her up and go, hey, I'm going to the store. Is there anything that I can get you while I'm out? Is there anything I can do? You know, and she just started talking to me and said, if the doctor found a, heart, a hole in my heart, which makes me tired. Mm-hmm. You know, and she started telling me the story, and I'm having a lot of people buy. And, and my first response was, if you need me to help you cut up something or do anything, not she didn't invite me, and it's okay. But if I mm-hmm. can just help her, 
And it's and, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, I'm telling everybody out there right now. I was one of those kind of people. My sister would tell you, it didn't matter to me. I'll throw I'll throw the festivities. I just like to see the people come and be fed and be happy and talk about how good the food is. That's just really totally awesome. <laughs> but yeah. you know, and but I've learned through the years and through the losses and and through different things that we've endured as well. Because now my husband's father is not with us, so things have really changed. Mm. This time mm-hmm. we normally be going down the road, you know, and, um, to the country and, and everybody get together, and it's fun. But now it's more brokenness, and it's more divided and division. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that to everybody because my life is going well. But today I sat in the window, not sat in the window, but looked out the window, and I had to say to the Lord, thank you. Everything is not mm-hmm. going well on my job sometimes. Everything is not sometimes the finances. Everything is not always perfect. But I want to thank you because through that opposition, through that roughness, you're still feeding me. Yes. You're still clothing me. You're still mm. keeping me. So I'm telling you right now, you know, on your job, wherever you are, wherever God can use you as a ministering tool, if somebody get a card or whatever, you'd be surprised mm-hmm. reaching mm-hmm. out to people what it would do. So you probably don't think that you have anything to offer anybody, and I'm, I'm going to end it on, on this conversation of saying this. You have a lot to offer. God has invested so much in us. It's according to who we are, what we believe in our faith. So what have you been the person throwing the meals all the time and nobody seems to invite you over? That doesn't mean anything. Still be of service to someone else. Go feed the homeless. Go make a meal and go hand it out to the homeless. You know, that's what I want to do. So that's where I am looking forward to. They work with me the day of and close, and then they open me back up the day after. So, you know, you sit there, and, but instead of making lemons and being mad about it, you know what I said? Let me do whatever I can do for that one day. Let me mm-hmm. do whatever I can for that one day. If it's just calling somebody saying, happy Thanksgiving and I love you, please believe mm-hmm. me. Any, if it's any dad to do you, invite a friend over. If it's just cereal and milk and a movie, do it. Mm-hmm. Because you'll be surprised sharing your love and sharing mm-hmm. your patience. And, and what God has instilled in you with someone else, it just makes the day better. It does. It does. I so agree with you. And, you know, I, and I'm listening to you, and, and something dropped in my spirit when you said that they're making you the day, work the day of. And I just want to say this, and, and this is Quillette. You know, you can take it, leave it, whatever. But this is my heart, seriously. Do not allow yourself to be so caught up in the marketing schemes of the retail shops out there that you lose the opportunity to enjoy family time. Uh, I'm encouraging you absolutely, you know, to, to have a heart of Thanksgiving every day. But I have watched the retail industry, and I know you're a part of that. You're, you work in it, let me put it that way. Um, I've watched how the retail industry has become so greedy. <laughs> I, I, I can't even think of another word to say for it. But so greedy that, you know, Black Friday was not enough. People getting trampled, waiting in line to, for what? <laughs> like, really? Are you guys really serious? Um, people actually losing their lives just trying to go for a bargain, a on one day, it, it, it just it boggles my mind. But the retail industry has become so um, greedy and, and money hungry that now the Black Friday wasn't good enough. Now they open up the stores on Thanksgiving so that you can eat and, and come to the store on Thanksgiving. The sales begin in the afternoon or the evening of Thanksgiving. You know, And, and it's just like, I don't get so caught up in the world's schemes, literally, okay, that you miss the beauty of God. You know, enjoy the the time. It, it, one thing about the holidays is most people um, can take advantage of that time to come together and to meet with family and friends, to come together and have that that celebration of fellowship. 
when other times of the, the year they may not have that opportunity. Everybody has different schedules. They're working different hours. They're in different cities and states and even countries. Um, but they utilize the holidays to come together to fellowship. And, and I just really, I'm, I'm so serious. I just think it is so sad that we are so caught up in the things of this world that we miss the things of God. Again, the giving of thanks, the fellowship, the relationship between family. You know, God is more concerned. First and foremost, he's concerned with you giving your your um, vow of thanksgiving unto him. Just, I mean, that's just courtesy. He gives you the very air that you breathe and you don't have opportunity or time to say thank you. You know, thank you for my life. Thank you for all that you're doing within me. Just thank you. You know, you don't have that time. But beyond that, you know, he is very, very into family. Family is very, very important to him. He instituted family. So, you know, don't forget to come together as a family to love on one another. Seriously. I mean, sis, I mean, okay, so like I said, you you work out there in the real ter- real tail um industry. Just kind of, you know, enlighten the people. Seriously, just be real. Enlighten the people. You know what what you're saying, sis, is really the truth. Uh, again, I can't begin to tell you how many elderly people are out there that don't have anybody? You know, make a meal, and if you got elderly people in your your neighborhood that you know, you know, we a lot of times think of things, and then when it comes time, because I'm one of them, sometimes you go, no, nah, maybe I don't want to offend nobody, or I just don't want to say anything to anybody. Something comes up in your heart or compels you in your spirit to do something, even if it's just to say, I don't know why. You know, I just want to give you this. You know, you don't have to do it openly in front of people. You know, bless somebody else. Even if you just go yeah. home, you don't even have it to yourself. I'm telling you something. Mm-hmm. The great joy I realize is giving. Um, I've been to the point where I've withheld my hand because I felt like, oh, man, I I just feel like I'm being used and, you know, I'm this and I'm that. But you, you don't grow. You don't, you don't grow in your spirit anymore. And, and let me tell you something. Giving is so much better than receiving. I can't even mm. begin to tell you how, how much sense that really makes. Being a giver, thank you, Jesus, and also having to be a receiver, thank you, Jesus. I can't begin to tell you if it wasn't for different people in my life when I went through certain holidays and different things. I remember walking out on a relationship literally before Thanksgiving. And how the Lord took me on a journey. And it was Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. It's my birthday after my birthday. Then there's Christmas after Christmas. There's always something. There's New Year's. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, we, and, you know, but I'm telling you guys this for a reason. Like my sister said, everything is blinging right now. You see Noel. We haven't even celebrated Thanksgiving and we're already into Christmas, you exactly. guys, already. And yes. when Thanksgiving yes. passed, I will tell you right now, the store don't even care about after Thanksgiving. See, right now it's Christmas, and Thanksgiving haven't even came. I need you to hear me. But when Thanksgiving mm-hmm. comes, it, no, Christmas no longer matters. Now we're busting out um, the New Year's glasses and the, and the trinkets and everything for New Year's. And before New mm-hmm. Year and before Christmas can pass, then we're busting out um, Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? And before New Year's can pass, then we're busting out St. Patrick's Day. And before St. Um, Patrick's Day can come, then we're busting out Mother's Day. See, it never stops. All these mm-hmm. things were invented for pagan holidays for you to go out there mm-hmm. and spend your money. But I'm going to tell yes. you this. We're going to have this show again, and I'm sure it's going to be around Christmas time. I'm telling you right now, please don't get caught up in the hype of going out there, mm-hmm. spending all your money on, on, on thinking it's all about the groceries, you know, or, or, or anything like that. If you have, there's nothing wrong with that neither. If you can afford it, God bless you and thank you, Jesus. But for the mm. ones that if you don't right now, it doesn't make or break you. It doesn't make Amen. you a greater person because you can have 200 people at your house and you stressing yourself out, making dinner mm. for everybody, trying to be this beautiful host. But even if it was just you and you go down there and you feed five homeless people just to, just to see how they have to live, even lesser than mm-hmm. where you think that you are right now in your life. 
There's mm-hmm. always somebody going through it worse than you. You can yeah. you you better hear me when I'm telling you. We just heard Elder Colette say how a good friend of hers lost her aunt. Thanksgiving didn't stop her for her time to come. Mm-hmm. People every day are in mm-hmm. traffic and lose their lives. You don't know if you're gonna come home or not. Trying to go get that jiffy cornbread to make that dressing. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. sit there and we decorate our trees just to say we did it. And there's no mm. gifts under it because you don't even know what the gift is to have Christ in your life. Oh, I'm not perfect. God knows I'm not. I'm not, sis. I'm not even, I, I, don't, I ain't throwing stones at nobody. I've been on both sides of the fence. But this Thanksgiving, guess what? I don't have a lot of family. I don't have the kids like I thought would be at the table. My grandkids are not around. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of people. My family is in, in Las Vegas, you know what I'm saying? And I don't have a lot of people mm-hmm. to share it with. But I will say this to you. When I wake up, if he allow me to open up my eyes that day, I'm so mm-hmm. grateful to God. Please believe me. I'm so grateful to God. Yeah. Be yes, thankful. Yes. Because what people miss the most, God took a few fish and some bread and fed a multitude. But what you didn't mm-hmm. read, read it again. They were in the desert. And he said mm-hmm. they laid in green grass. How do green mm-hmm. grass grow in the desert? Well, the mm-hmm. same way green grass can be in your life right now. No, like again, I don't have a lot of people coming by. And I'm not going anywhere. And I have to work the day before and the day after. This is my first time I can honestly say that since I've been in retail because I've always had favor on my job. But this time is a little differently. But I'm not going to hold my head down. I'm not going to cry, ramp, and rave, and get mad at God about it when he's not the one that did it. I, I feel like if he had to say anything, how dare we, with all that he's given us down on the cross of Calvary, mm. giving up mm. his only begotten son, how dare we be ungrateful yeah. for this life that he's given us? How dare we mm. turn our heads and complain? It doesn't matter if it's quail or manna. You're still eating you're still, yes. you're still providing. Please, I've gotten caught up with that before. Look at such and such. She's sitting there over there. I've done it before. All you're going to do is make yourself miserable and end your life mm. for what? God has poured so much into you to love you, and he cares for you on this Thanksgiving day. So mm-hmm. today is Thanksgiving. We're alive. If you had yes. to make the corner chance today, make it. You don't have to wait until Thursday. Tomorrow is not promised mm. to nobody. Not Elder Collette, mm. not me, not That's nobody. Right. The word That's of God right. said it's not promised to us. So don't get caught up and saying, oh, she going home for Christmas or she or for Thanksgiving. Is she doing this? Is she doing that? Please believe me. Nothing is promised. But today Nothing. he's giving you a gift. Thanksgiving Mm. and be grateful Mm. for it. Amen. 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 That's for real, for real. You know, if it be the Lord's will, you know, that's, that's the whole thing. If it's his will that you are allowed to open up your eyes, that if it's his will that, you know, you are allowed to draw in a deep breath and exhale it back out, then you have an obligation. Okay. He just said in his word, to honor him with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving. That is one of the greatest things, you know. Um, it, I know for my children when they were growing up, you know, you teach your children manners. You teach your children to say thank you when someone gives them a compliment or puts something in their hand or thinks enough of them to give them a gift, no matter what that gift is, be it large or small, you teach them just common manners, the saying, the giving of thanks, and to do it with a thankful heart. Even God says that when you give of your your monies, your tithes, and your offerings, he loves a cheerful giver. That is someone that has a, a, a heart to give, you know? And, and so we have to recognize and understand that it is an honor for us to be allowed to give thanks unto the Lord, to be able to, to express 
express that giving of thanks. It is so much more than just saying thank you with your mouth because I, I guarantee you, come quote-unquote Christmas Day, you know, and somebody gives you a gift, you may smile and just say thank you through your teeth, and then as soon as they walk away, you, you're talking about it, you're belittling it, and I don't want this, and did you see that, and how dare she, and, you know, and I gave her duck, 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 and this is all she gave me. So, you're, you know, you're two-faced. You're saying thank you in their presence, but as soon as they walk away, then you're mumbling and you're grumbling. And I believe that there are times when we do the same thing to God. You know, he has blessed you with life, okay? And the reason you are still alive and are still here in the land of the living is because you yet have a work to do. You yet have something to accomplish. There is yet a purpose for you to fulfill. So when you murmur and complain because things don't appear to be going your way, then you're doing that same thing to God. In order, instead of being grateful for the life he has given you, you're talking about it, you're murmuring, you're complaining, and it's like, you know, why would God do this to me? Why would God put me in this situation? Why would God call me to this? Why, 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 why? Instead of, Daddy, show me. You know, so I, I'm obviously not seeing the big picture here. I'm obviously not fulfilling all that you created me for because I'm not quite grasping why I'm in the season that I'm in or why I have to walk this way or this road. And I promise you, in the midst of your trial and your tribulation, whatever it may be, be it your body, be it your mind, be it your surroundings, be it the, the people in your life, if you surrender it to him, if you in thanksgiving and all things giving thanks, making your request known unto God, but you're giving thanks even as you're making your request known. You're saying, Daddy, I love you so much, and I'm so grateful that I know in the midst of whatever situation I may be walking through or find myself in, you have purpose. I don't always understand the purpose. Sometimes I don't even like the purpose, okay? But nevertheless, I know that you will get the glory out of this, and I will receive victory in the midst of this. So I need you, and this is your conversation to the Father, I need you to lead God and direct me and give me some kind of insight here on how to walk this thing out. And he will do just that. You know, we, we say this all the time on this show, both my sister and myself, that, you know, none of us, neither one of us, not one individual on the planet is perfect. We all have our moments. We all have those down times. We all have those question times. We all have those moments of, you know what, I am really, really, really not liking what I'm dealing with right now. You know, every single one of us go through that. But when we take our eyes off of self, and put our eyes and our heart and our mind back onto God in a spirit of thanksgiving, we will find that he will uplift our spirits. He will uplift our heart. He will lead us, guide us, and direct us along the path that he has predestined us to, which is what it's all about. We have purpose. We have purpose to fulfill and sometimes in the midst of that purpose, walking out that storyline, we encounter situations and circumstances that we don't like. But I always take myself back to the Garden of Gethsemane and to the, the, the way that Christ moaned and travailed and cried out to God. When I'm in that dark place, when it's not about just hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, but it's more of like, God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to walk through this. I don't want to feel what I'm feeling. I don't want to experience what I'm experiencing. But I, I, I literally can take myself back to the Garden of Gethsemane when Christ travailed. He travailed to the place. I have not travailed to the place of sweating blood. I've not travailed in that place. That was the place in the anguish and the agony that our Savior went through in his travail before the Father, not wanting to bear our sins. That was the, the 
he had come to this earth realm, earth realm with the, the, the mindset and the knowledge that he was coming to sacrifice himself on our behalf. I don't believe it was the sacrificing of himself that was the issue of what he was travailing with in that, in the, in that hour, but the thought of bearing the weight of all of our sins, all of our sins. From the beginning of time to the end of time, he bore the weight of all of our sins. And I believe the ugliness of the filthiness of what he had to endure in the bearing of our sins is what caused that anguish within him and that that travail to be that agonizing. So we have not yet, not one of us, come to that place that we have endured that kind of agony, that kind of darkness, that kind of ugliness, that kind, all the bitterness and the hatred and all the different things, the evils of this world. He had to endure all of that, but he did it. And he did it and surrendered himself to it just for you, just for me. So when I get to that place of I don't like what I'm walking through, I don't like what I have to deal with, I don't like it, I don't want to do it, but when I think about my Savior, when I think of his immense love for me, then that transports me to a whole other place. I don't know what it does for you, but it's just like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, (laughs) you know, let me quickly come up out of this little pity party I decided to throw. Quickly. Quickly. Because, see, at least I know whatever I have to walk through, I'm not walking through it alone. God, you've already walked it out on my behalf. See, you went and you created the ending and then backed up and created the beginning. So you already knew what my end was going to be. You set my end in motion when you breathed me out and said live. So all that I'm walking through is for my expected end, and that's all good. For God said, I know the plans that I have for you to bring you hope and a future. He already knows. He knew when he breathed you forth, when he conceived of you in his mind, all the pitfalls, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs, the valleys, the mountaintop experiences, the pains, the losses, the exuberation, the joyful times. He already knew all that you would have to walk out to get to that end, that expected end, that place of of jubilation, that place of, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. He already knew. So we have every right in the world to be thankful and to give him thanks no matter what it is that we're walking through because of his faithfulness unto us, because of his love for us to walk it out, to walk it out with us, not to leave us to defend ourselves, but to walk it out with us. You know, I, was, I had the honor of being on, um, on a, a show, a television show, or the taping of the show this past week. And one of the things as I was sharing um, in the midst of the show, God dropped something so phenomenal in my spirit, and I thought about it. And it was dealing with that, those three letters that we have become so jaded with and so accustomed to that we have forgotten the weight that they hold. Those three letters, capital G-O-D, word God. We have become so desensitized to the enormity of who our God is. So he's not just some random God. He's not something made of wood or stone or metal that we pick up and we carry with us. In that manner, he is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. He is all things at all times. Even he, in describing himself, just said, I am. (laughs) I am. You know, 
He is all things. And I think that we have become so jaded and so custom that, you know, the words that we use to articulate so many things, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's incredible. Oh, that is wonderful. Oh, that's phenomenal. Oh, that's this and that's that. And then we use the same words to describe our God when it is an undescribable entity that we have narrowed down to those three letters of capital G-O-D, and we have forgotten his enormity, how, oh, my God, how incredible he really is. I I was having a conversation with him this morning, and I I kid you not, this is truly my heart. It really is. It's like I have a hard time articulating myself to him because of my limited vocabulary, because I don't believe that the words that I can come up with to describe him adequately does it. The words that I can say even in giving thanks for him and to him does not adequately convey my heart and my feelings about him. It just, it just doesn't. And, and it is for some reason, I, I think that's why I pray in tongues so much, you know, and, and I, I know there are people out there that, you know, will tell you that, first of all, that that's not of God. Second of all, that, you know, that that's not, you know, necessary and whatever and all of these things. But I, I, I believe, I really believe in my spirit that when I pray in a tongue that is foreign to my articulation in the natural and as the word of God says when I speak in tongues as that manner that I'm speaking only unto God I'm believing that you know that what is coming out of me at that time may be able to better describe my heart better describe how I feel about it Better to give thanks unto him, to go into that worship mode. I I really believe that. I believe that that is why you'll find somebody that gets caught up in worship, that literally they get caught up and they go up in tongues, and there's a reason because this little English dialect that we utilize cannot adequately give honor to him as he should receive. The giving of thanks is so precious. It is so precious. So many take it for granted. Even the quote-unquote freedoms in this country that we have to articulate how much we love God. Do you realize that there are places in this world that you cannot stand on a street corner and decree and declare how much you love him openly? How you can honor him? There are places where you will be killed at the very utterance of your Savior's name. And we take it for granted. We so take it for granted. Just as we take for granted the, the honor and the pleasure and the privilege of giving him thanks. Oh, my God, I just, you know, it it just, it saddens me. It grieves my spirit when I hear the murmurings and the complainings and the, the, oh, my God, the inability to appreciate the God that we serve, the true and living God, not one that's dead and buried, but one that is alive one that the grave could not hold, one that went before you to set captivity free from the snares of the devil and hell itself. I just, (laughs) it just, it really grieves my heart when I see people that don't understand, that really don't understand the power that God has given them within their tongue just to say thank you, within their heart, to have a heart of thanksgiving, to give praise unto him, to worship him, to understand the enormity of what he means to your life. It's it's incredible. I I know um, if you if you study 
um, the Jewish culture, and and they they won't even say God. It's like G dash D. It's like you know, it's uh, um, even with Yahweh, it's just all these consonants put together or what have you. Because and they won't utter His name, and I I I I can understand it because you know they don't feel that they're worthy to even say His name. I I understand I understand that portion of it, but I also understand the the other portion of it of that loving father who loves his children so much that he wants fellowship. He wants that koinonia. He wants that closeness. He he wants to be able to sit down and, and have dinner with you. He wants, you know, to to you to partake of how sweet and good and, and precious he really is. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. When I say he wants to sit down and have dinner with you, he wants to serve himself up for you. He did. He actually did. He served himself up for you so that you could have fellowship with him. That's my heart. That's what I don't want you to lose sight of during the quote-unquote holidays is the precious, precious, precious honor we have of serving a tr- the true, not a true, but the true and living God and his love, his love that he showers upon us on a day-to-day basis. Oh, he is so awesome. He is so awesome. Okay, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to let you talk for a little while, my sister, and you can just share your heart, just share your heart. No, you you said it all, and I and I was soaking it in as you were speaking. We all can use it. It doesn't matter who it is. We can all use to hear it again. We don't share enough love anymore. You know, mm-hmm. we don't exercise it. We don't practice it. If you want your body to be beautiful, and I think I've said this in many different ways, but I'm gonna say it again. If you want your body to be beautiful, then you know you have to eat a certain way. You know you have to mm-hmm. exercise. And mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell you, there's no pill in the bottle. That will make you mm. beautiful all of a sudden. You got to get out there and you mm. got to work for it. If you want mm-hmm. a position on your job, you'll go out there, you'll give your best. Whether you like it or not, you'll put on a smile. Some of us will put up a front and do whatever we got to mm. because we want that position. Mm. When you want a relationship in your life, you'll call it, you'll love it, you'll nurture it. It doesn't matter if they treat you good or not. It's something that you want, so you put work into mm-hmm. it. But one mm-hmm. thing we don't enough work into and that's our relationship with the father and I believe that because he's there we know he's there mm. so a mm-hmm. lot of times it's like anything else as grandmama said we never miss the well until the well runs dry if you know All you right. got a well and you can always dip from it you're going to keep on dipping. and you'll keep on dipping and you'll give it away and you 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 know if people want to come and get some come on I got plenty mm-hmm. but if you know you were down mm-hmm. in the last five gallons trust me you would only dip mm. a little bit and not even give it all. But see, the Father, mm. he's open all the time. He says, come. You know what I'm saying? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Come and mm-hmm. drink of him. Come and eat of him. And he will give you everything that you provide and what you need. But mm. I have to pray daily because I want you to know that's why I realize now what the word of God says. Live each day as it is your first. For tomorrow is not promised to you. You got mm. so much to contend with within today. So much is going on in the families, on your jobs, in your situations, and you're this. The enemy is constantly in your thoughts, and you fight in the battlefield. You're in traffic. You're this. You're that. Mm-hmm. It's always going to happen. You just got to get ready. I remember saying one day, Lord, I got to do this, this, and that. And, and I heard the Holy Spirit say to me very peacefully, say there's always going to be something. There's always mm-hmm. going to be some sort of distraction. There's always going to be something. And if your life is going perfect out there, I'm telling you, I'm not saying that nothing can't be, but I don't believe that it can completely. Then you need to look around and see what you're really doing. Because I believe, like my sister's saying, it just hurts me because I have been there before, suicide and different things. I have. But now that I look at my life, man, I heard, I think I said this before, since on the show. I heard a man say, the first 50 years, we try to kill ourselves. The next 50 years, we try to, we try to pray and God keep and let us live. Because we're starting to wake up and realize it wasn't as bad as we thought. And guess what? I don't even have half of what I did before. But I realize the more I look at it again that I need to purge and give away more stuff. So what I'm Mm. asking you now is, and I'm going to say this, you get what you put in. 
you mm-hmm. sow a, a lot, you're going to reap a, har- a lot of harvest. Mm-hmm. If you sow little, mm-hmm. you're going to reap little. If you sow none, then don't expect to get something out of it. You don't expect to go to Bank of America if you ain't got no money in it and tell Bank of America mm-hmm. you want $2 million. Trust me, it's not that easy. It's not that God requires anything from you, like your money, your possessions. He doesn't need that. But what I believe in my heart is just like the sun and anything else. When you, when you glorify him and magnify him and love him, even in the bad, you heard me say, I had to really say today, I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to give you praise. Thank you for the opposition. Mm. Thank you for the lean times. Thank you, Father God. Because one thing I know is, even a long time ago, when I didn't think I had nowhere to go, you made a way out of nowhere. Yes. Long yes. time ago, when I remember laying on the floor and didn't know where my next meal was coming from, he sent somebody mm. to provide for me. So mm. what I'm here to tell you is, he's still the same God. If his word said, that he shall mm. feed you, then that means he's going to feed you. If his word yeah. said he's going to provide for you, that means he's going to provide for you. His word mm. will not come back void. Put your trust in the one that is forever always the same, not changing mm. all the time. We can't already put our trust in man. Don't be mad at mm. somebody because they can't help provide for you. Provide for yourself Mm. and trust God. Don't get mad Mm. at somebody if they don't pray for you. Pray for yourself. Don't Mm. get mad at somebody if they're not around you. Thank God for them. You just don't know. (laughs) And if somebody has left you during this time, I know it's hard. I know your heart's broken. I've been there before. I've had a broken heart. But, man, when I look back on my life, I realize a lot of those broken hearts I didn't even need. Wish I could get mm. them back and add some more time onto my life because it mm. wasn't even worth the things that I thought I was crying and really concerned about. Trust God. Love on him and see how much he'll love on you. And I believe mm. that. I told him today I was thinking about some things, sis. Like you said, we get so caught up, especially when you're mm-hmm. living in that type of a world where you, you know, mm-hmm. in that industry. And, and different mm-hmm. things that people buying and shopping and having. You see them getting in nice cars. You think when you pass and buy somebody's house, they in a nice house. That don't mean they got peace. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. they have joy. Just because mm-hmm. they have it, it doesn't mean anything. Everything that glitters. Let me tell you something. When I was out there in the world, I was taught this. Because when you're out there in the world, everything looks good. Everybody always mm-hmm. talking about how much money they're making and doing and what they're doing and this and that. But everything that glitters ain't gold. Just because mm-hmm. it looks like it's beautiful, that don't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, just because somebody driving a BMW, you can drive a BMW, you go out there and go finance one. You don't have to mm-hmm. have cash to buy a BMW now. You got good credit, you can have one. You just got to be ready to pay the note. You can have mm-hmm. a five-bedroom house, too, like anybody else. Go out there and go put your stuff in debt if you want to. And what mm-hmm. I'm saying is if you don't have it, It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It doesn't mean Mm. that you're not wanted or you're not needed in the kingdom of God. He's saving you from yourself. And that's what I thank God for. I told him today, Mm. I don't want to have another God before you. It'll be Mm -hmm. a sin to. I don't want to think about things more than I think about you. I don't want to think about how come this ain't going on during Thanksgiving and how come this ain't happened during Thanksgiving. I want to thank you, and I want to love on you, because it's a sin to do anything else. Please believe me. So I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you, sis, because it, enough is said. you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. you got to love God and truly see, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yes. And you'll be full and may not even think about Thanksgiving. Mm. You know, there is um, there is so much power in that aloneness with God. So I want to encourage anybody that it is feeling defeated, feeling that 
that spirit. We're gonna we're gonna pray. I'm gonna let Tam and Tam. I want you to pray. Um, we're gonna come against the spirit of suicide, um, that spirit of distress that attacks people during the holidays, quote unquote. Um, because they just like you said, Tanya, they see people, they see families, they see um, people doing what they think is well, and they have not, you know, or they feel inconsequential. The for some reason, this season makes people feel more alone than ever, and we are never alone. We are never alone because our God is always with us. I'm going to share one quick story, and then I'm going to let you pray. We've got like four minutes left in the show. But when I was a teenager, I used to um, go into my room and turn all the lights out and just sit in the dark and just walk back and forth. And literally, I was trying to hold on to my sanity. I had so much going on in my life. Um, I had two children. I had some issues with my mom. I had just all kind of things. I was in a relationship that really wasn't good for me. It was just, you name it, at that time and at that age, and I was going through it, seriously. Um, and I remember just sitting there, just walking in the dark, just trying to hold on to myself. Well, fast forward to probably about six, seven years ago, I was in a shut-in at the church, and I was sitting on the floor, and it was just a high time of just praise and worship. And I found myself sitting there rocking, but, you know, not trying to hold on to sanity. I was just sitting there rocking and basking in the presence of God. It was just such a wonderful feeling. And God said this to me. He said, do you remember when you were a teenager and you used to sit in your room and just turn off the lights and just rock? And I said, yeah, you know, I definitely remember that. And he said, the same way you are walking in me right now, you are walking in me then. And it just it blew my mind. In fact, there was another sister in the church, and I was like, you know what, this thing is really real. It was just like, oh, MG. So I want to share that with you to say to you, you're not alone. And even though you may feel in distress and, and feel that, you know, there is no hope, he is your blessed hope. You are not alone. So despair not. Tam, pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as Elder Colette was speaking, Father God, you beckon me in my spirit to come up against the spirit of deception. Father, I come up against the spirit of deception. The spirit of deception will show you so many things that is not even really there. It's like Mm. a mirage in your mind in the name of Jesus. You think that there's so much things that are greater than what you have right now that you can't even begin to see the blessing of where you are right now. Father, I'm praying for my brothers and sisters out there that is beckoning to my voice. I pray in the name of Jesus that Mm. you allow your word to go forth in the name of Jesus. I pray Lord. peace, prosperity, love, happiness, yes. joy yes. over every brother and sister. But I mm. also know, Father God, I pray for a relationship. I pray for a Not strategy in the name of Jesus that you would give them, Father God, to become more like you and less of themselves. Yes. I pray yes. in the name of Jesus, Father God, that they will find I joy even in the midst of their sadness. Yes. And with those tears, Father God, I pray that you allow mm. them to water more ground, and that it will bring forth a great harvest in their time, oh in their due season, yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I pray for one, uh, those that want to give up right now, think that there's no mm. hope and there's no love. Mm. Send someone, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in their lives, Lord, that will love them, Lord. care for them, nurture them, that mm. their seed can grow in the name of Jesus. I'm praying Lord. that your peace run all over the land right now, Father God. Give us mm. hope. In this time that we don't feel like there's any hope. Deal with us with our little trust and our little faith that we have. You took a few fish and some bread and fed a multitude. Take, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, oh ye of little faith out there. Mm. Oh ye of little of anything that you feel. And make it great, Father God, because it Mm. is according to our faith. And again, I will say this. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. 
Yeah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word mm. of God in the name of Jesus. Lead them into a Bible-based church that a man of God or a man or woman can speak over their lives in the name of Jesus. Give them Boy. somewhere to go or something to do, Father God. And even if they're yeah. by themselves and like Elder Claude said, and have to rock themselves, be there and mm. let them know that you are rocking with them mm. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That even through his opposition and even though it's through leadership times that you're still with us in the name of Jesus. Let us take what we have, Father God, like the widow might, and it's the last of what we have, but let us trust you with it so that you can mm. take it and multiply it in the mighty name of Jesus. To you, glory. Father, we give. To you, Father, we give you praise and we love you. We yes. give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. There's no other God that I choose to pray. There's no other God that I choose to bow down to. There's no other God that I choose to serve. Keep me like every day and any other day that you did before, now, and you will forever in the presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Well, that's our show for today. We give God all the praise, glory, and honor. Happy Thanksgiving. And remember, give thanks. Amen. We love, I love you guys. Sis. I love you, beautiful. Let's keep it real.